Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, party people. It's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And I would first like to shout out my twist out because it's popping. Okay, moment of silence for my twist out. Anyway, um... <laughs> Y'all know anybody a part of the natural hair community know that like no twist out comes out the same. You can have a twist out one week that's busting and then the next week you like what happened? Like what happened to life? Why is my hair doing this? Even wash and go, you can have a wash and go. Not to be confused with literally washing going, washing and going. I hate that people think that people with certain hair textures just literally wake up, wash their hair, and go. A wash and go just means I'm training my curl pattern to do what it's supposed to do, but that doesn't mean I just wash and leave. I literally have to wash, condition, moisturize, sit under the dryer, then go through and coil my hair with gel and product, which takes hours and hours and hours. So, yeah, just check on your check on your natural friends, like your friends that still have natural hair, check on them. Now me, I change my hair a lot. I usually don't have my hair out. So I mean, whatever, but still check on us. Anyway, <laughs> that was a whole rant. Cause you know, if you're in a natural hair community, you feel me. But today- so today's episode of course is sponsored by my books, single woman Chronicles and Atlanta love story. Kind of flipping it all crazy. <laughs> In Atlanta Love Story Kinda, which is a fiction novel talking about what it's like to date in Atlanta. You got who live in Atlanta or live in any big city, really, but Atlanta specifically. You can relate. And How to Extra X, a guide towards getting past unhealthy relationships. Tis the season for people to be acting up. So if you're going through a little spiff, even if you breaking it up in your situationship, Ships. It's crazy how you can literally not be in, a, be in an actual committed relationship, but you have a situationship and that breakup still feels like you were in an actual relationship. It's crazy. Life be life. And even a failed talking stage sometimes can really get you in a slump. So get this book, y'all. How to X your ex. All right. Okay. So today is another topic that someone asked me about. And I was honored to speak on it. Because it's talking about sex. And although I have been celibate for five years, before I was celibate, I was out in these streets. So I am very well versed in these conversations. I didn't become celibate until I was 27 going on 28. So I did still have 
a vibrant sex life. So I can definitely speak on the topic. So today's topic is about sex before a serious relationship. Should you or should you not? Now, anytime I get a topic on what you should do with your life, with your vagina, with your love, all of that, everybody's different because literally everybody is different. So you just have to sit down and ask yourself important questions in order to get down to the nitty gritty, okay? So I wanted this episode to be well mapped out. So I actually have notes because I'm about to get into it. And honestly, I believe that this is gonna be a very influential episode. This is gonna help a lot of people out. So if you know somebody or if you are somebody who struggles with wondering if you should or should not should not give up the cookie before the relationship has been signed, sealed, and delivered and y'all have been committed, please listen up, tune in, stop doing what you're doing because this is for you, y'all. I'm about to break this thing down. Y'all not going to have no more confusion for the rest of your life on the subject. So... Should you have sex with someone before a commitment? Let's get into it. All right. So the number one thing you have to ask yourself and investigate is, what is your relationship with sex? What do I mean by that? You got to ask yourself a series of questions to understand, do I have a healthy relationship with sex or do I have an unhealthy relationship with sex. Now, if you guys have listened to any of my celibacy videos, you will will understand that my biggest reason, one of my biggest reasons besides God was for me not having sex anymore was I had a very unhealthy relationship with sex. I couldn't just have sex like normal people and just go on about my business without my little feelings being hurt. It was just too much. So that's why one of the biggest reasons why I stopped. So let's qualify if your relationship with sex is healthy or unhealthy. Let's get into it. So first you got to ask yourself, what does sex do for me? Does it pleasure you? Does it bring you pleasure? Does it give you a high like drugs? Then you want more and more because once you come down from that high, you realize, wow, I'm back to reality and I need sex to go high again. Does it give you validation? Does when you have sex with somebody or a certain person chooses to have sex with you, you're like, oh my God, I got to have sex with this person. So now I feel validated. I feel better about myself. Or does it help you connect emotionally or feel more love from the person that you're sharing this moment with? What does it do? Now for me, when I was having sex, Sex was like a drug for me. It gave me a high. I enjoyed sex. But when I came down, I wanted it more because sex was a bit of escapism for me. You know what I mean? But I had friends around me who did not have that relationship with sex. And I was confused because I'm like, why don't they see sex like I see sex? (laughs) Because they had a healthier lens with sex. And these weren't people who, these weren't always people who, waited to have sex every time to be in a relationship to have sex every time so I have friends who they had a very low count because 
they were serial monogamous. So they would get out of a relationship, get into another one. Then, you know, sex would happen, whatever, whatever. So their view on sex was, you know, I mean, sex is a part of our relationship. It's a flow to it. I have sex to connect with this person that I've already connected with. But then I had other friends who they weren't in relationships. They just enjoy sex. Sex was just like something they did. It's like, oh, I like this person. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to have sex with them. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. They were very secure in who they were. And it just was what it was. It wasn't an overthinking. But for certain people who have an unhealthy relationship with sex, there's a crazy amount of overthinking because something happened <laughs> with you and sex that kind of put uh, a cog in your wheel. So your, your relationship with sex isn't as cut and dry as most people's. It's like comes with so many questions, even at, it brings you to the question of should I have sex before a relationship or should I not? You see what I mean? So you have to ask yourself, what does sex do for me? Write that down. Answer those questions. Question number two, how do I feel after sex? Do you feel happy? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel worried? Or do you feel fulfilled? Or you do you not feel nothing but release? <laughs> you see, like for me, I would feel happy for like, it was post-nut clarity. Just like men, you know, men talk about post-nut clarity. It's kind of like after I come, I come to my senses. That line was coined by uh, Lil Wayne, I believe. And I just watched Boomerang over the weekend. And Marcus, if you haven't watched Boomerang, get your life. It is on HBO Max right now. I love me some Boomerang with Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence and Holly Berry and Robin Gibb. It's so good, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> in the movie, Marcus talks about how he wines and dines a woman and he's super romantic up until he has sex with her and then that's why he he don't want to do it no more. He's like, mm, I got it, I'm gone. And that's unfortunate that some people do that, but what I'm saying that for is like, for me, post-nut clarity didn't look like that. For me, post-nut clarity looked like, oh my God, I'm worried. I'm anxious. What now? Are they going to call me? Do they really like me? Like, what's going to happen now? It was just all of these questions. I never had peace after a sexual encounter. And most of the time, I didn't have peace because most times back when I was having sex, I wasn't having sex with people I was in a relationship with. Or if I was in a relationship, it was so early in the relationship that it could break. You know what I mean? So I really didn't trust that situation. But I'm going to get into that later. So how do you feel after sex? Do you feel okay? Do you go into like worrying water? Or is it just this release? Okay, what's next? Let's talk about something else. You know what I mean? The next question you have to ask yourself. What are your cycles with people and sex? Okay, this is very important because usually we have cycles. And most of the time you can tell if your relationship with sex is healthy or unhealthy by the cycle that you have with sex, right? So do the people you have sex with leave shortly after your encounter? Not that night, but like, do, do they stop calling? Do they stop, you know, doing the things they did before y'all had sex? Like, do they eventually just kind of fall off and ghost you? Like what happens after sex? Do they pressure you into sex 
so you won't lose them saying things like if you we were having sex then i have to share this little thing with y'all so you know again i've been celibate for five years but when people when guys hear that you're celibate they don't hear i'm not having sex with anybody they hear she's not having sex with everybody else but me i still got a shot because she's talking to me so many times they'll love bum you, wine and dine you, thinking that if I do all this stuff, then I'm going to be the one, right? So I had this scenario where that was, that was happening to me, and I was so stuck in like romanticizing the situation that I was ignoring the, ignoring the cues about sex, that he wanted sex. So what I mean by that is like, he would say little things like, oh, if we got into an argument, you know, I don't know how I will overcome that because we're not having sex. Because usually in my other relationships, when we get into arguments, then we have sex and then we good. I don't really know what that means, sir, because you know I'm not having sex. So why are you telling me this? But I was so caught up in the romanticization. I don't even know if I'm saying the right word, y'all. But anyway, of the encounter that I was ignoring those cues. But you have to watch for stuff like that. You have to watch for statements like, if we were having sex then, you know, if we were having sex then, I would make you my girl. If we were having sex then, I would take you out on a date. If we were having sex then. No, that means that their focus is sex. They're trying to manipulate this situation. So if you've experienced that a lot, because listen, back in the day when I was having sex, I fell um, into that little trap. Like, at least twice, the whole, if we were having sex, then I'll wife you. And this was in my younger years. You know, I'm in college. Ain't nobody teaching me about dating, so I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> so, you definitely want to watch out for those statements because they are trying to manipulate you into giving you to giving them to the poo nanny, and they know that's the only thing they want. Okay? What's the other cycle? Do you feel used or devalued after sex? After sex, do you feel like, dang, I was just another number to them? Or is it always a good experience because you feel normal? You're able to release the encounter. Again, speaking on my friends, like I had one friend and like I always envy her because me after sex, no matter how much I like the person, no matter how much they like me, I always felt anxious and they had to reassure me. But with her, after she had sex with somebody, I would ask her the next day and be like, did you have sex? She'd be like, yeah. Anyway, girl, what you want for lunch? Like, <laughs> and I'd be like, bruh, how do you do that? And, you know, later in life, I found out it's because of, you know, my um, anxious attachment style, just um, the fact that I had trauma around sex. And trauma around sex doesn't always equal, like, sexual assault, but I am going to discuss that in a second. But trauma around sex could be, like, what happened with your first, your first, did they cheat on you? Did they, you know, devalue the sex sexual experience for you? Like, so... You got to think about stuff like that, right? So what are your cycles with people? Um, another one, is sex attached to your worth? Do you feel happy when people stay with you after sex or commend you on how great your sex is? or And then you feel really bad when you feel like they distance you or ghost you or don't compliment your sex. I've heard women tell me, like, I feel validated in sex. Or think about... um. Hotels, Jasmine Sullivan, there's a skit in there and a girl was talking about how she feels validated through sex. She says like, I know if I have sex with a dude, he's going to come back to me because I know my sex is the bomb. Like I know it is. 
or whatever. And she's just talking about how she doesn't really, I think she was saying something like she really doesn't care if he wipes her or anything because he know he, she, she knows he's coming back for the sex. And it's kind of like, dang, that sucks because you're basically attaching your value to sex. Like, wow, that's crazy. So that's not the healthiest thing because aren't you more than just your vagina? Like, aren't you more than just a sexual encounter? You should feel like more than that. You know what I mean? So ask yourself that. What is my cycle in sex? And do I keep repeating it? So if your cycle in sex is I keep having sex before relationship and that keeps hurting me, then maybe you should try something different. Maybe you should wait until you get into a serious relationship. Or maybe your cycle is I keep waiting to have sex with people and then they get into the relationship with me and we have sex and then they start acting different. That's another thing. Cause people can just do just enough until they get what they want and then start wilding out. So now you're probably asking yourself like, dang, <laughs> then what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you have to think beyond sex. I think we live in a society that puts so much value on sex that they lose sight of everything. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill every freaking thing else meaning like you're not seeing a person for a full innate being you're seeing a person for what they can provide for you which is sex because every single day what are we listening to in music you know we listening to city girls like i'm a you know smash and get this money or we listening to dudes talking about, you know, I'm about to smash her and her friends and all of this stuff is so over-sexualized. You know what I mean? So we feel like the person's main value that they can give is vagina, <laughs> especially women. You know what I mean? But when you step outside of sex and you start to see a person for fully who they, they are, you start to realize, bruh, I'm missing all types of red flags. This man don't want me. He want my cookie. <laughs> like, he wants the vajayjay. So you really have to pay attention and really vet people properly, right? So once you ask yourself, what's your cycle with sex? Then you have to ask yourself this very important question. Has having sex ever hurt you? Okay. Does it make you feel unsafe? Does it make you feel insecure? Does it make you feel unworthy? People who have dealt with trauma often feel this way. They can have a high sex drive, but sex can make them feel bad afterwards. If they aren't facing what actually happened with their traumatic sexual event, then they'll just keep continuing the cycle. So for me, sex hurt me the most because when I lost my virginity, I thought I loved this individual. Um, Probably did. I don't know. I was... 
But <laughs> shortly after, literally like a month after he took my virginity, I found out he was cheating on me. And he ended up being with that girl. He's actually still with that girl. But what's funny is like, they ended up being together. And then, of course, he came back and apologized, tried to get me back, which was weird. But she did him how he did me because God is on the throne and he said, vengeance is the Lord. But as soon as I found out he cheated on me, I left. And that scarred me because I gave you something that was so valuable to me, that was so precious. So it painted this picture that if I give people sex, then they are going to leave me. Then they are going to not hold up their end of the bargain and value this thing of sex as much as I do. So now I have anxiety and worry attached to sex when if I would have given my virginity to someone who took care of it, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have that level of anxiety and worry towards sex, right? So you have to ask yourself things like that. And of course, like sexual assault, like people who've gone through sexual assault, I have, I don't speak about it because I'm still actually healing um, through that. But once I get past it, I'm pretty sure I'll bring it up, but I don't speak on things that I haven't healed over because that just invites too much. You know what I mean? But when you have been sexually assaulted, then your relationship with sex changes tremendously. It could be fear. It could be like you having more sex and not thinking about it because you're trying to take control because you feel like because of the sexual assault that you didn't have control. So you're trying to get control again. So if you are dealing with hurt because of sex, especially sexual assault, I definitely tell you to seek help. We'll tell you to see help, seek help. Um, there are a lot of hotlines on sexual assault that's of people you can talk to for free. But you know me, I, I'm an advocate for therapy. I stay up in the therapy and just talking about that. But, you know, it's it's more than sex. Because um, most of the time when you have a hurt that is surrounded by sex, it affects so many other things. It affects, you know, how you feel about yourself, your self-worth, how, how you love yourself, how you show up in the world. It affects how your personality manifests into the world. It's just different. You become defense. You can become defensive. You know, it could just make you a different person and you don't want it to do that. So the reason I say has having sex ever hurt you, you, it's more likely that if sex has hurt you, that your relationship with sex is most likely more than likely going to be unhealthy unless you've healed past it, unless you've sought therapy unless you've gotten to the bottom of it and really worked because you don't have, you can heal without therapy. I just think it's a little quicker if you do, but if you journaled, if you've really come to the realization of what it did has done to you, read the books and really worked on yourself past it, you still can have a healthy relationship. So the most important thing, let me go back through the questions. What is your relationship with sex? What does sex do for you? How do you feel after sex? What are your cycles with people and sex? Has sex ever hurt you? So you're trying to answer the question, is your relationship with sex healthy or unhealthy? The reason you want to, uh, why can't I talk today? The reason you want to answer these questions is because you want to know your level of stability with sex because what's going to happen is if you give your body to someone who is not committed to you and you have an unhealthy relationship with sex, it's going to do more harm than good. 
Because if you don't have that healthy relationship with sex where basically sex stands on its own. Sex is just sex. It's not a part of you. It's not a piece of like, to in your mind, you're able to separate it and not feel like my value is attached to sex. My my validation is attached, attached to sex. My worry, my fear and all of that is attached to sex. If you're able to detach it and you have that healthy relationship and you're able to really vet someone and say, you know what? I know my vagina wants you, but I don't. Then yes, I feel like it'll be easier for you to have sex with someone before a relationship because you're not going to dwell on it so much if it doesn't lead to one. But a lot of people who have sex before the relationship and then the person doesn't actually, that it doesn't work out, no matter how, why it doesn't work out, I feel like people with an unhealthy relationship with sex can fall into a depression, start blaming themselves, start thinking they're unworthy, it'll add to insecurities. Yeah. So that's why we want to answer that question. Now, the other question you want to ask is, what is even your goal? Because not everybody's goal is a relationship. Some people's goal is a sneaky link, a fling. Or you could just be going with the flow, so it is what it is. So this, you know, I still think it's important to understand your relationship with sex just so you don't start devaluing, devaluing yourself after sexual encounters. But at the same time, like, you got to ask yourself, if your goal is a relationship, now we all know that there's this double standard that this uh, or this myth that says, like, if I have sex with a guy that I really like or the person that I want before the relationship, then that means he's not going to wife me. That's not always true, especially in today's society where everybody trying to test um, out, test drive the car before uh, they drive it off the lot. That's the, you know, thing or whatever. So that's not always true. But the biggest thing you want to ask yourself is, do how much do I trust this person with my body? How much do I trust this person with my vagina, okay? Do I trust them enough to call afterwards? Do I trust them enough to know that sex isn't all they want? Do I n not know them well enough to trust them at all? Because a lot of folks out here having sex with people, they don't even trust. They like them, but they don't trust them. Please understand. You can like somebody with every part of your body, but you cannot trust them. How do you know you like somebody and won't trust them? Would you let them drive your car? Would you give them a key to your apartment? Would you let them walk your dog? <laughs> like, you got to ask them, would I let them meet my friends? Would I let them, let them meet my family? So you can like someone with everything in you, but not trust them enough with valuable things in your life. So why would you trust them with your vagina, but you won't trust them with them other aspects of your life? Because you like them, but you don't trust them. So that's very important to ask yourself. Because, especially if you want a relationship, because if you just want a sneaky link, you ain't really got to trust a sneaky link. <laughs> but you also got to know what you're getting yourself into. Know and understand. Set the tone for yourself. Know and understand. Listen. Listen, self. This is sneaky link. This ain't nothing else. This ain't nothing more, nothing less. We just about to get it in, and that's it. I'm not expecting a relationship. I'm not hoping that they'll like me. I'm not having sex with them, hoping in the future that they will become something else. Like, no. You got to tell yourself, this is what it is. This is my cut, buddy. This is the person I call when I'm bored, and they might break me off a little something, something, something. This is my Netflix and chill, buddy. Don't be expecting nothing else. And if you can't say that to yourself... 
Do not set yourself up for failure and think it's going to shift into something it's not. Because it ain't. That's your sneaky link. Compartmentalize. <laughs> set the standard. Set the goal. But if you want a relationship, you got to ask yourself, do I trust this person? And the last one is, does my vagina want them, but my mind not trust them enough to, to give over to my vaginal desire? Okay, I just talked about it. <laughs> All right. Because your vagina could be like, yes, he's a go. But your mind could be like, bitch, <laughs> I wish you would. I wish you would. Because your gut tell the truth. Y'all, do y'all know how many times in my pre-celibate days that I had sex with someone I did not trust at all, but my vagina just wanted them so bad? And then they proved to me why I didn't trust them at all. And my vagina won. You got to listen. Meg said, <laughs> Pastor Meg, the stallion said, I, D don't run me, I run D. And I take that to mean, my perception is, this here, whatever you bring into this table sexually, it's not going to run me. I choose with my mind, not my heart, not my vagina, with my mind if I'm going to give it to you or not. Because if I have a sound mind, and it's not going, and I'm not going to allow you to convince me, manipulate me, or trick me into doing it. I have to know that I know that I want to have sex with you. So, to answer the question, do you have sex before the relationship? That's up to you. That's up to you. Do you have a healthy relationship with sex where you can handle if the, it does not really lead to a relationship? Do you even want a relationship? Or do you just want your vagina, please? And even in that, want your vagina, please, a lot of these men don't even know how to please your vagina. They don't know how to hit the clitoris. They don't know how to get your spot and make you come. Have you ever even come? Do you even know? Are you going to be disappointed? You got to ask yourself these questions. Like, I know y'all probably not even used to me, like, going this deep on sex because usually I'm talking about celibacy. But we must understand that I had a life before that. So I get it. I understand. You know what I mean? So you got to ask yourself these questions. You got to ask yourself the questions. Okay? Do I trust this individual with my vagina? Do I trust him with other things? Does this person even see me as more than just sex? Is it just the sex for them or is it more? Because before you sleep with somebody, if you genuinely want a relationship, if you genuinely want this to lead to something, you have to ask yourself. Because y'all, I ain't going to sit here and lie to y'all to tell y'all that just because I've been celibate for this long that I don't have to ask myself these questions. I do, honey. <laughs> I do. Because my vagina still works. My vagina be like, listen, sis, it's been long enough. You can just really let him pick the head in and he can just keep on stroking. But then my brain be like, bitch, you don't trust him like that. Because then what? That's a good question to ask yourself, too, when, you, when you're trying to answer the question, should I have sex before this relationship? Then what? What's going to happen when, when y'all have sex? Then what? Then what? Is he going to continue to value you? Is he going to degrade you? Or is he going to keep going at the same trajectory? Do you feel like his character is good enough to see you beyond just sex? 
Or is he still an egotistical little boy who follows societal standards and, and tells you, oh, you gave it to me before this or before I did this, that, and the other. So I don't see you as the same person. You got to ask yourself, then what? Because I'd be like, okay, then what? So if we had sex, then he don't value it as much and he don't reassure me as much, then I'm going to have to stab somebody's son. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Or I don't even trust him enough. He ain't even giving me enough now before the sex. So why would I reward his not giving me enough with sex? Y'all be having real conversation conversations. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I ain't even mean to say that, but that's good. Conversations. Y'all need to have conversations, okay? Y'all need to start having some conversations with yourself, honey. Okay? I'm going to coin that phrase. Y'all need to start having conversations with yourself. To decide if you should have sex or should you not. I done gave y'all a lot to ponder on, okay? Okay? <laughs> because you got to really talk yourself through this thing. Because you want to go into it with a sound mind. You want to know and stand on it. You don't want to just slip. Listen. Some people can, again, some people can just flow into it because they got that real healthy relationship. But I feel like if you're even asking yourself, should I have sex with this person before a relationship or after, that already that's already a sign that it's a red flag. Something going on. A part of you doesn't feel comfortable with the situation. So you're overthinking it. So that's already saying you want to analyze it. So you have a sound mind with your decision. And if you feel like you can't think past yourself, ask someone you trust. Unbiased opinion. DM me. <laughs> like, I'll answer. I'll be like, mm -mm, no, that ain't, that ain't it. Don't do it. Don't do it, boo. Don't do it, boo-boo. I can already see, mm -mm, I already see red flags all over that. Don't do it. But yeah, you got to have a trusted source because sometimes you think it with your, your vagina and you not having no common sense because you all lost in the sauce. Like, no, we all get lost in the sauce. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, I enjoyed talking about this. This was great. <laughs> Hopefully y'all got something out of it. Like, comment, share. Definitely send this to somebody you know who struggles with this. Because I know more than just the person who sent this to me struggles with this. So, yeah. All right. Till next time. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.